0: Welcome back to the Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 34. We've got NFL Week 13 recap, and this is supposed to be the beginning of the NBA preview, that is. Uh, I'm just going to go over some headlines right now. We're going to kind of push everything back. I I do for the next few, I guess only a couple weeks now because we're just under two weeks. Yesterday was the two-week mark before the season starts, preseason or maybe a preseason. Preseason. Each team's playing two to four games. December 22nd will be the official start date of the season. So we got Western Conference, Eastern Conference over-unders, NBA awards predictions, and then the night the season starts, I'm going to go through my tiers for teams, championship predictions, and player rankings. I know ESPN, Sports Illustrated, they all usually put out their own uh, lists of this sort of thing i'm not gonna do top 100 top 50 whatever i'm technically i'm doing top 50 but i'm gonna go through positionally which isn't really the smartest thing now because the league is so seems so far away from positions but i'm just gonna position them where i think these guys play but let's let's get into the nfl we had a great great preview with my dad week 13 uh He's going to be back, and I think we're going to do it for the rest of the season. Previews, at least, maybe, maybe we'll get him on both episodes a week. Uh, let's start. The New Orleans Saints take down the Atlanta Falcons. Nothing, nothing to. It. Taysom Hill did throw his first two touchdown passes. I said he hadn't thrown a touchdown pass since 2016 when he was in college. 232 yards, two touchdowns. The Saints were. In pretty confident control, I would say. Um, Alvin Kamara, 15 carries, 88 yards. Michael Thomas, 9 receptions, 105 yards. Uh, On the other side, Matt Ryan, 273 yards passing and a touchdown. Just not not really many mistakes, but the Saints defense just kind of really, I don't even want to say shut them down, but just really quieted a Falcon offense. And their defenses looked so good under Raheem Morris. I mean, the story every week, though, for the Falcons has to be Young-Way Koo. He hit three field goals in the first half, kind of kept them in the game. A low-scoring one, it felt like, for 21-16. Uh, Falcons, though, they're out of contention. The Saints actually officially clinched a playoff spot. And, yeah, I guess looking, for- looking forward to next week, the Falcons play the Chargers. That could have been way more fun if... Uh, Dan Quinn was still the coach of the Falcons, so it would have been a great. And the Falcons are my team. My dad is is the one that loves talking to me about that, but they're not good. I mean, I'm not going to not going to sugarcoat it for myself to feel better. Uh next up, the Detroit Lions take down the Chicago Bears 34-30. Called that before. I don't know why you'd put your faith in the Bears. They started off, I think 5. I want to say 5 and 1. I don't think they won a game since. They're now 5 and 7. The Lions are also 5 and 7. This is a back to the I guess norm of the Bears. Um It's funny enough that earlier this year, I'm pretty sure that was week 1, the Lions had a chance. They'd given up a double digit point lead and still had a chance to win the game. DeAndre Swift, running back out of Georgia, uh, not even fine. He just dropped the pretty good pass from Matt Stafford. Stafford, in this game, 402 yards passing, three touchdowns and an interception. Not a perfect game. Marvin Jones Jr., eight receptions, 116 yards and a touchdown. Not that Mitch Trubisky played bad. I just think, obviously, down the stretch, you blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter and fumble a snap and gave the lions prime red zone opportunity to win the game 267 yards passing and a touchdown poor alan robinson i think he was free agent at the end of the year i hope for his sake that he uh goes to a better team and i actually i think a lot of people are going to see this but i think the perfect team for Allen robinson would have to be houston if they keep Will Fuller as well, Robinson, Fuller, and you keep one of maybe Cooks or Cobb, that's a good wide receiving core for Deshaun Watson. But yeah, I guess I guess these two teams are lingering, but I think uh, Minnesota is at least, I don't even want to say far and ahead, but they are ahead of both these teams right now, and I, I don't really see either of these teams making too, too much of a run. Just I just don't think they have enough time. Uh, next up, the Cincinnati Bengals are. Uh, I was about to say they won. They're two nine and one. They they do have two wins in the year. They lose nineteen to seven to Miami, to its angle absolutely spectacular. Coming off that thumb injury last week, they still had the win. Got the win against the Jets. He comes back two hundred ninety six yards passing. I'm pretty sure the majority of that was in one quarter, uh, and a touchdown. Miles Gaskins back. Gaskin is back. 21 carries, 90 yards. Mike Kosecki, one of the most underrated tight ends. I think maybe maybe after the regular season, because I I did say this on uh, a future podcast. We're gonna that is gonna go out with the Dion girls, but I am starting a YouTube channel, and I think going through the top 10 tight ends, Mike Kosecki might have to be there. Nine receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. On the other side, just. The poor, the poor Bengals. No burrow. It's not like what is what is really the point of watching this team? They're not that entertaining. Uh, Tyler Boyd, one reception, seventy-two yards and a touchdown. Not bad to open the scoring. The Dolphins then scored nineteen straight points. Funny enough, actually, right now, as as I'm recording the uh, Ravens Cowboys game, Tuesday night football, uh, as in the second quarter. I didn't see what happened, but the Ravens just took a 1410 lead. Uh let's go to Baltimore's division, I guess, rival. I mean they are chasing them. The Cleveland Browns take down Tennessee, 4135. Don't let the score uh deceive you. This game was not that close. Baker Mayfield, three hundred and thirty-four yards passing, four touchdowns. Really we're in we're in the Baker Mayfield cycle. Oh wait, I did take a picture of it. Um because I said I'm fully in the Baker Mayfield hater camp. Um, okay, this is the cycle in full. So it starts with play like shit, criticized by media, underdog mentality, beat inferior opponent, call out the doubters. Now, the only reason I'm going to say he's right is Tennessee's eight and four. They were a division leader. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll, we'll go. Th- I'll go through the playoff standings after, but. <clears throat> is a playoff team and a quality team at that. Uh, Nick Chubb, 18 carries, 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rashad Higgins is uh, – Rashad Higgins, excuse me. Six receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. The, they just The Browns just played prevent defense, and the Titans scored 14 points both in the third and fourth quarter to try to make it close. It really wasn't. And now I just kind of, I guess I just have to believe in the Brown. Not that, not saying I have to, like it's a, it's a chore, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm still skeptical of them going and winning a road playoff game. If they go do that, prove me wrong. I will, I will eat crow for that. I will fully admit I'm wrong. I'm not ashamed of that. I just, they did let Tennessee back into it. it although it's always when Cleveland goes up, you kind of know they're safe uh battling tennessee the indianapolis colts take down houston what a just devastating win Phillip rivers 285 yards passing two touchdowns i i swear i don't remember philip rivers being on the field in this game i don't know why jonathan taylor 13 carries 91 yards also had a receiving touchdown ty hilton eight receptions 110 yards and a touchdown great great game for him just this is just poor this is I feel like every week Houston plays I have to do the poor Deshaun Watson conversation 341 yards passing interception he gets uh, sacked in his own end zone for a sack that kind of that gave the the Colts a six-point lead as opposed to a four-point lead then Watson drives them down the field and with just around a minute left maybe 90 seconds bad snap Watson, it kind of hits his foot. He doesn't know where it is. As soon as he tries to go to dive for it, DeForest Buckner, the Colts, is all over that. Buckner had two sacks in this game. Houston's 4-8. and eight. It honestly feels like an overachievement, not because of Watson, but just because of this team as a whole. Bill O'Brien kind of decimated them by getting rid of their number one wide receiver for second-round picks. So, yeah, Allen Robinson, if we could get him on Houston, if we could get him on Houston next week, I would feel... I don't honestly feel better about Houston than I would about Indy, but I think both those AFC South teams, Indy and Tennessee, are going to be in the playoffs unless something something really goes wrong. Next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. They take down the New York Jets. What a embarrassing game for the Raiders. I don't know. Usually when I do power rankings, if you win, then you just you get to move up. I don't know if I can move the Raiders up for winning this game. That was that was that was so embarrassing for the Raiders. They just they play to the level of whatever team. And I think the Steelers, who we're gonna get to, they do the exact same thing. Derek Carr, three hundred and eighty-one yards passing, three touchdowns and an interception, compared to Sam Darnold, one hundred and eighty-six yards, two touchdowns and an interception. <clears throat> I don't even. I just saw this Jets running back. I usually don't like to give the Jets, but I'll give. I'll give this guy uh, Ty Johnson. He had 22 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. That's an impressive game. Darren Waller, 13 receptions, 200 yards, two touchdowns. What a, what a beast that guy is. We're talking about top 10 tight ends. There might be 15 good tight ends at least in the NFL. And he was. I didn't know he was a Ravens pick. That kind of. That'd be really good if you saw Darren Waller and Mark Andrews. Lining up for the Ravens, I think that make everyone feel a lot better as, as the Ravens play right now. But yeah, I mean, I guess for the Jets, it's just ultimate tanking. They fired their defensive coordinator, deservedly so, who all-out blitzes on a play when the team has to get fifty plus yards. It was especially Henry Ruggs, because all we know from Henry Ruggs is that he's fast, and even the cornerback. Ruggs makes a move implying that he's going to go to the inside or run a short route. Why would he do that? There was like 15 seconds left in the game. He he got in the end zone with like 5 seconds left. It was a great ball by Derek Carr. Great play, but I don't know. how I, I can't feel good about the Raiders. Next up, the Minnesota Vikings. They survive the Jacksonville Jaguars and actually move into a playoff spot in the process. 27-24. Dan Bailey was just – it felt like he was missing kicks ref, left and right. I mean, Kirk Cousins had to get into a duel with Mike Lennon. I think that tells you enough about where Minnesota is. Cousins, 305 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, Mike Lennon, 280 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. One of those interceptions came in overtime. So not that you can't blame him for that, but just that's – That's kind of what ended the game for them. James Robinson, Dalvin Cook, pretty good games themselves. Robinson, 18 carries, 78 yards and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook, especially in overtime, he had 32 carries. It felt like he had 30 in the overtime. 32 carries, 120 yards. Justin Jefferson, I think we have to legitimately think about Offensive Rookie of the Year. I had Jerry Judy. He he looks fine, but... He seems like he needs those other receivers with him. But Jefferson, nine receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. I I don't think – why why would we just give it to Justin Herbert? Especially the Vikings are in playoff position. Uh, we'll get to Herbert, but let's go. Next up, the L.A. Rams take down Arizona. All over Arizona and just the Rams defense proved to be too much. Jared Goff. Waiting for a bad Jared Goff game might come this Thursday against the Patriots, who who really knows with him at this point. Goff still 351 yards passing in this game, one touchdown. Kyler Murray, 173 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. The Rams just – they kind of did it all. Cam Akers, 21 carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods, 10 receptions, 85 yards. Interesting enough, the leading receiver for Arizona – uh, Dan, Dan Arnold, I'm pretty sure his name is. Um, that's yeah. Dan Arnold, two receptions, 61 yards, two touchdowns, a 59 <laughs> yard touchdown and a two yard touchdown with two minutes left in the game. Um, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I like this, this Rams team is really, I think, cause you also have to, at this point, you have to accept the flaws of some teams I think the Rams problem is just some games they just don't show up and Jared Goff has a bad game I think that's all you can really it's all you can really say about this Ray uh but say the Ravens is Rams team Cardinals are just they're reeling they're six and six Minnesota is now ahead of them in the playoff race this is this is getting interesting for sure that I just kind of I want to see Arizona in a playoff game I don't really care about seeing Cousins, Dalvin Coke, and Justin Jefferson in a playoff game. I'd rather see Kyler. That's at least more fun. And if they're down, I guess maybe it's an argument if you're more confident in Kyler coming back or the Vikings coming back. But uh, We'll just have to see. Down the stretch, I think Minnesota's a pretty tough schedule. They play Tampa Bay this week. That could be their playoffs right there. If they win that game. That'll really help them. Next up, the New York Giants... Giants, the Giants. They shocked the Seahawks. 17-12. What a just I I feel so bad that I just I guess I have to retire the Russell Wilson MVP and I know I kind of every week have said it's getting closer and closer. I think it's done. Wilson still, I mean, impressive, but I don't think it's his fault. 263 yards passing, a touchdown and an interception. DK Metcalf, five receptions, 80 yards. Chris Carson, 13 carries, 65 yards. The real star of this game, and I loved this guy in college, and I just I'm glad I get to see it translated at some level. Wayne Gallman played for Clemson, sixteen carries, 135 yards, not not too shabby. Evan Ingram, four reception, thirty-two yards, and even was the result of an interception, so it's pretty impressive that he made that much of an impact. Colt McCoy, obviously, whoever whoever loves Whoever loves Texas football, 105 yards passing, a touchdown, and an interception. The Giants' defense is really good. I think that's just the result of this game. Seattle still in prime position to actually probably play the Giants in a playoff game <clears throat> if they don't catch the Rams. Who knows if this this game again for, for the Giants... Because at this point, we just kind of... For me, I'm just not assuming they win the division, but they just are the team I trust the most. Obviously, if we get to see Washington in a playoff game, I don't think that's by any means bad. But uh, let's move on. The Green Bay Packers take down the Philadelphia Eagles, 30-16. to Didn't really feel that close. Jalen Hurts comes in, replaces Carson Wentz, goes 5-12, for 12, passing 109 yards, a touchdown, and an interception that ended the game that wasn't really his fault. It was a defensive back that jumped the rope perfectly. Not that I'm here to make make excuses. I just think I want to I want to be on Jalen Hurts bandwagon. Not even bandwagon. I just he was a good college quarterback, and I think now more than ever, you can translate it. Miles Sanders, ten carries, thirty-one yards. Dallas Goddard, five receptions, sixty-six yards. Just meh. Just this Eagles team. I'm kind of glad that there's two teams better than them in the division because I really didn't want to see them in a playoff game. Aaron Rodgers just 295 yards, three touchdowns. Outstanding. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions, 121 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 130 yards and a touchdown. He had that ridiculous long run to end the game. This Packers team's really good. And I know a lot of people didn't want... Not that they didn't want them to be, but you just kind of... You don't believe in them and they're fraudulent. I think this might be one of the better Packers teams we've seen especially in the last few years I think Rodgers and LaFleur have really figured out this team next up just an absolute blowout and it's why Justin Herbert and the Chargers they're three and nine they lose to the Patriots 45 to nothing Cam Newton throws for 69 yards and a touchdown. Herbert, 209 yards, two interceptions. It's impressive that he even threw for that much in a the game. They got blown out. Um, uh, Cam Newton also ran for two touchdowns? Yeah, two touchdowns in the first half. Uh, Gunnar Orslevsky, 70-yard punt return. Devin McCourty, 44-yard punt or blocked field goal for a touchdown. This game was over in the first half. I... I don't know why we thought Anthony Lynn would beat Belichick. It just it's dumb to think about now. I guess we just got excited by Herbert, but yeah, that was that was an embarrassing one. All right, Sunday night. The Denver Broncos held their own. They lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. Twenty two sixteen. Chiefs clinched playoff berth. Obviously we can go back and forth. Mahomes three hundred and eighteen yards and a touchdown. He's fully on his way for an MVP. Drew Locke looked a little better still. 151 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not great. Melvin Gordon, fifteen carries, 131 yards. Definitely more impressive. Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 136 yards and a touchdown. Tyree Hill had that touchdown that or he had two touchdowns called back. One of them that he pretty clearly caught and was just not reviewed. The Chiefs didn't want it, just decided not to review it. And I think the other one was called back for holding where uh Tyreek backflipped into the end zone. And be, I'm not as worried about this game because we're gonna talk about Pittsburgh in a second. This didn't concern me. Kansas City, I just don't think they care about winning these like winning games big right now. <clears throat> I think good teams, especially team uh like the Saints Obviously, they're not gonna go. All right, guys, we're favored by seven and a half. Let's make sure we get this touchdown and cover for everyone. That's not what they care about, but it's a division game. I think it's I think it's a little different. So I'll cut the Chiefs some slack here because they they must now. It's 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 a close one. <clears throat> the Washington Football Team takes down Pittsburgh, twenty three seventeen alex smith i think this just to me this means he wins uh comeback player of the year 296 yards passing and a touchdown big ben 305 yards passing two touchdowns and the interception that clinched the game peyton barber came in antonio gibson was injured pretty early in this game 14 carries 23 yards and a touchdown um mcfarland um usually will tell me his name Uh, Anthony, Anthony McFarland, Jr., four carries, 15 yards. James Washington, two receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And I mean, to me, the star of this game, Logan Thomas, nine receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. It felt like he was just all over the field making all these ridiculous plays. There's also two catches, I think it was from the same receiver, Um, or it might have been because there was a Sims and a Sims Jr., so it could have been that where they caught it with their legs like with their knees they caught the ball and I I was just really impressed the Steelers they're 11 and 1 I think we can maybe just I don't want to say stop the hate because I don't think anyone's really that I think just everyone's calling the Steelers team fraudulent I just think they play to the level of whoever they're playing and it's not really that good because are you just going to turn it on when you play Kansas City now it's a it's a question mark of they're gonna have to keep winning these games because it doesn't look like the uh, the Chiefs are gonna be losing anytime soon. I'll look at we'll look at the playoff. I'm just pulling up the playoff standings. We do have one more game though. Besides this game that Dallas Baltimore, that's about to go into halftime. <clears throat> The Buffalo Bills take down the San Francisco 49ers and Arizona, 34-24. Uh, according to the OLG like pro line, which is... I mean, if you're not from Canada, it's the uh, way you can bet legally. They had San Francisco favored by one. I get San Francisco's coming off the Super Bowl. It's a neutral site game, which why would you even if it was a home field advantage san francisco is just missing so many guys i I really didn't get it the bills won 34 24 nick mullins 316 yards three touchdowns two interceptions more of an impressive game than i thought he would have brandon Ayuk five receptions 95 yards and a touchdown uh the running game jeff wilson seven carries 47 yards even on the other side devin singletary 18 carries 61 yards Cole Beasley, pretty impressive night, nine receptions, 130 yards and touchdown. The real star of this show, and I think it's why the Bills sit at, I guess, nine and three. Josh Allen, 375 yards passing, four touchdowns. That's an impressive game. He was just slinging the ball all over the field. It seems like, not that, I don't want to say he's figured out defenses, but he's just a lot smarter he is athletic enough where he can move around if he needs to he's got a strong arm i think he is built for playoff football and this bills team just they really impressed me all right let's funny enough pittsburgh hasn't even clinched a playoff spot and they're 11 and one um all right pittsburgh kansas city now both 11 and one Pittsburgh has the tiebreaker over Kansas City based on a win percentage in conference games. Kansas City's only loss was to Vegas, and the Steelers only lost to Washington in different conferences. Pittsburgh gets the advantage. Buffalo sits alone at th- in third at 9-3. Uh, Tennessee remains in fourth, eight and 8-4. Four. Uh, this heightens, funny enough, they win the tiebreaker over Indianapolis based on the better win percentage in division games. I don't think Tennessee's lost the division. Okay, Tennessee's three and one. The Colts are two and two. The Colts. I'm just trying to think. They lost to the Jaguars. They lost to the Titans once. They beat the Titans and uh, beat the Texans. The Titans only lost then is to the Colts. So they sit in fourth. Cleveland pretty solidly in fifth. They're nine and three. Miami eight and four. Indy eight and four are your final two playoff teams at the moment. Um, and you have the Raiders still kind of lingering seven and five. Baltimore, if they win this game, put themselves in way better position. They're six and five, so they would go to seven and five, probably ahead of the Raiders. And then if they can catch the Colts. They have they have the win over the Colts. They could knock the Colts out of the playoffs. New England still lingering six and six, and then from there, Denver four and eight, Houston four and eight, uh, Chargers three and nine, Cincinnati two nine and one, Jacksonville one and eleven, the Jets the magical zero twelve. In the NFC, the Saints are ten and two. They clinched the playoff spot. Green Bay nine and three. Pretty safely on their way to the division crown the rams are eight and four they're the three seed they beat the seahawks they still have one more game to play against each other the giants are fourth five and seven ahead of washington because they beat washington twice which is puts them in a pretty safe position seattle's eight and four again only behind the rams they still have to play the rams one more time tampa bay seven and five they had a bye week this week and I think we really needed it. Minnesota, six and six are not is now your final wild card team. Uh, they're ahead of Arizona based on better winner winning percentage in common games. Again, Arizona six and six, Chicago, Detroit, San Francisco, and Washington all five and seven. The only reason why Washington has a chance is if the Jets or the Giants falter down the stretch. Atlanta four and eight, Carolina four and eight. Philly 3-8-1, Dallas 3-8. and eight. That is where we sit right now. Week 14 again. We'll have preview reaction to the Thursday night game. I guess maybe even I guess we can quickly touch on this Tuesday night game. Although from then it will be a little re- irrelevant beyond uh, playoff seeding and higher draft picks. So before we go, obviously, uh, Saturday, I know my dad's on. There might be another guest this week or next week, most likely. I don't want to say who it is just because we don't know if scheduling it's going to work out. Um, let's look at some NBA headlines because that's really that's all we have right now. They, The NBA, they outlined health and safety protocols for this season. Um, a lot of rules that are just, uh, I don't want to say they that make a lot of sense and just kind of practical things that you need to put in writing for these teams, like approved restaurants and, uh, this is a good one. The NBA may conduct unannounced inspections of team facilities to ensure that franchises are complying with the safety protocols. It's just... It's stuff you wanna see. Teams also face potential penalties for failing to comply with or failing to report violations of the mandated social uh, safety policies. Teams will designate traveling parties of no more than 45 people as tier one members, Uh, other employees and staff with less direct contact. Requiring mass and social distancing will be classified as tier two. 45 kinda seems like a lot for an NBA organization. I don't know. I just, I think the main thing is you just, you need to be safe, social distance, wear your mask. It's, it, it seems simple, but it is, it is difficult for some. I mean, the Toronto Raptors, who you see is like, I think a lot of people see them as a progressive organization, had, I think, I think it was five total staff, but only two players test positive. So there's some quarantining and they play their first. First game in Tampa Bay. That would be next Friday, the eighteenth, uh, against the Miami Heat. It'd be interesting to see them in Tampa, I guess. Uh, other than that, headlines: um, James Harden has been kind of all over the news. It was, it looked like it was going to be Brooklyn for a while. It was not on. Un- it was just uh, then it. Now it has just become a contender and that he was willing to go to the Philadelphia 76ers. I think that's fun. I mean, in that trade, if you're Philly, you're going to have to give up Simmons. I think at least for this year, you give Embiid and Simmons one more run together with Doc Rivers. And if you can't figure it out, then I think you look at a trade and I think a Harden-Embiid team up. I think that's a really fun team. And he would improve their shooting. I just kind of want to see Harden on this Rockets team. Obviously, this Rockets team kind of feels like the underdogs now. They got Buki Cousins. He is one of my favorite centers in the NBA. Uh, Christian Wood, they got from the Pistons. They obviously made the Russell Westbrook-John Wall trade. They just they feel like a rejuvenated, reinvigorated team. And I think Harden's going to see that, which he did arrive late to camp. He is there now. Uh, they said he expected him to join over the weekend. I think that has to be, I mean, they said COVID protocols. I feel like that has to be a, maybe just a little something towards the team saying, just get rid of me. Like I, I, maybe he just doesn't want to be there that badly. Uh, Other than that, I mean, John Wall, it's good to see everyone saying that he looks good. I just am excited for him. This guy's been through quite a bit. Uh, Steph Curry, I guess, is kind of a headline. He said he wants to stay a Warrior for the rest of his career. Can't be, not even can't be mad, but it's just it's something you like to hear. Some loyalty and this Warriors team, for better or worse, seems like they're gonna stick together through thick and thin. Uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, both signed extensions. I don't know if I talked about that, but Davis signed a five-year, 190 million uh, deal. Le- LeBron signed a two-year extension and fully admitted that a big reason for why he signed that contract is because his son Bronny is going to be graduating high school that year and the NBA is looking to change those change the rules because right now you have to play you have to be a year out of high school either at college or overseas or you could play in the G League but apparently they're going to change that. So high school players, I assume it's going to have to be some vetting process, but high school players are going to be able to enter the NBA draft. And LeBron just fully admits, and I don't think it's a bad thing to admit this, but he wants to play with his son. I think that's something incredible. The only time I can ever think of a father son playing with each other, I'll two, uh, Gordy Howe and one of his sons, I want to say Mark Howe, but he does have, does have a few sons. And then, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Senior. Senior, we're playing, we're batting back to back with each other, which is incredible. I think LeBron and Bronny playing together is amazing. It kind of be weird to see LeBron like in the twilight of his career go play somewhere else, unless maybe it's Cleveland, in which case that's that's probably the best case scenario. And if the NBA is going to try to rig a draft, I think that one is definitely not a bad idea. Uh, besides that, I guess. Over under, again, yeah, over-unders and kind of, I guess it'll be playoff predictions as I do those over-unders. And then awards predictions, championship predictions, and then we're going to get the season. It's It's great that we have it. It's great that even today news happened that the NHL season is going to start January 13th. It's something. It's a 56-game season. I don't think we can... I'm definitely not going to complain too much about this. So let's take this all in stride. They're all W's. We're going to get these sports at some level. Hopefully they're safe and limiting travel. And yeah, that's about it. So uh, see you Saturday. Uh, Probably talk some college football, NFL, and maybe some NBA if we can get get the special guest in within the next couple weeks. So besides that, we'll see you next time.